0: when the vacancy occurs that naturally leads to the to the question of what will happen next Uh, and the answer in terms of what's going to happen next is we know now the president is going to make a nomination. When I called for the president to make the nomination this coming week he's announced he's going to make the nomination this week and I believe the right thing to do is for the Senate to take up this nomination and to confirm the nominee before election day. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews show. Life, love, and liberty. That is Senator Ted Cruz giving us his uh, his thoughts on what the president should do. There's a lot of that going around these days. Uh, a lot of opinions because, you know, uh, everybody has one. Uh, but I wanted to kind of dig into this a little bit today uh, in, in the wake of the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Oh my goodness! So many stones have been have been heaved across the aisle uh, my party and and those uh, currently in Congress and our uh, United States Senate, um, you know standing in agreement with life as conservatives, and took the opportunity and I'm actually proudly so uh to to finally I wish they would do this with, like, you know, the death of John Lewis. I wish we could be intellectually and morally honest with all deaths, not just the old white lady who kicked the bucket. But I was very proud, nevertheless, of people in office who took to the airwaves to tell it exactly how it is. Sorry you're gone. We're not going to, you know, um, canonize you over your tenure as a Supreme Court justice, um, chiefly because among many of your, um, God, what would you even call it? Um, horrific alliances throughout your tenure. Um, the, the aborting of life was, was, was a primary, um, was a primary source of contention for all of us as conservatives with regard to Ruth Bader Ginsburg as one of the more liberal judges um, as a Supreme Court justice. So I was very proud to see that uh, people in office actually, you know, grew a spine and um, and told it how it was. Now, it it did come across as very insensitive, untimely. You know, you guys have seen those memes, they're like, too soon. (laughs) And uh i personally did not feel like it was too soon so i understand her family's grieving um you know as any family does after they lose a loved one however you know considering her suffering good grief i think it was you know uh pancreatic cancer is no joke and um the the poor woman struggled with it for many many years so so now the left is you know this has turned into the hot topic of the day and no one saw this coming and except for god which you know that's why i always remind you guys that he may not come when you want him but he's an on-time god usually the midnight hour god right and so no one really saw this coming in in the way of her death before the election and many of you you know have your circulating um <laughs> twitter memes and videos of liberal minds exploding um women breaking down because they know what this means and you know you just see a lot of demonic activity. I don't say that to be hyperbolic. I say that to be absolutely truthful, so I decided to hop on over to uh one of our more uh liberal institutions, the alliance for justice a f j and uh not to be confused with anything on the right, the alliance for justice you know you got you gotta love the left. they are forever hijacking the acronyms and the, and the and the uh, colloquialisms uh, and the things that make you think and feel that uh, without any you know further investigation, that you are a part of something that is going to be worthy. It is, at the end of the day, it is going to um, make you a better person. It's for sure going to make you a more compassionate and feeling person. Right? The person who's going to stop the car and, pick up the turtle on the side of the road or in the middle of the road and move him to the side. So they have their uh they have the short list of president Trump's uh for the Supreme Court uh to take the place of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which we all know by now, I hope you do, that he is well within his purview and actually you know, if we were judging the Constitution as a form of commandments, um, he is actually in that position to where th- this is this is not only uh, a privilege of his, a right of his as the president to do exactly that and for the Senate to uh, confirm this uh, Supreme Court, this next Supreme Court justice. Um, hopefully we'll get, you know, someone that isn't secretly a rhino. Mm-hmm. But this is the list. This is the short list, and and I'm going to read to you from because most of you are not going to afj.org because you don't follow afj.org, and and for those of you who are perpetually in, you know what the hell mode? How do people even believe um, anything coming out of the left? Um, this this actually is how okay these are these are how things are worded, um, with regard to Trump's SCOTUS short list. You ready? President Trump has a short list of Supreme Court candidates handpicked by the ultra-conservative Heritage Foundation and Federalist Society. He has pledged to fill Supreme Court vacancies with people from this extreme and ideological list of candidates. AFJ opposes the individuals on this list based on their selection by partisan right-wing interest groups and Trump's own statements making it clear that no individual would be on the list unless he or she had a commitment to overturning Roe v. Wade and taking health care away from millions of Americans. Now, what they really said right there was abortion equals health care. And so by overturning Roe v. Wade, you are taking away the health care of millions of Americans. We're not talking about... Insurance. Healthcare should never be confused with insurance. We have this horrible habit of conflating healthcare and insurance, and they are not congruent. They're not synonymous. They're basically cause and effect. Okay? So in a way. So Bridget Bade is is the first one on here that they oppose. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna extract um a, a few uh, uh, adjectives that they they use for people. Um, she since her appointment to the Ninth Circuit, she has joined other Trump judges to fight civil rights and protections for workers and immigrants. So she would have upheld a district court ruling that a low income Walmart employee should pay the company's legal expenses arising from his age discrimination lawsuit. she also dissented from a decision requiring the Bureau of Immigration Appeals to reconsider a Vietnamese asylum seeker's testimony about her alleged abuse and sexual assault. Then they give you links to everything to just, you know, continue to click on how horrible these people are. Amy Coney Barrett, as most of you know, this is uh, who you will hear most of your pundits speak of, and they have uh, since Kavanaugh, actually. Omi, uh, Amy Coney Barrett uh, fought to undermine health care for millions in her attack on the Affordable Care Act. She has also fought efforts to ensure that all women have access to contraceptives. Barrett has been critical of Roe v. Wade, stating that the framework of Roe essentially permitted abortion on demand. As a judge, Barrett sided against an African-American worker who had been transferred to another store because of a company's policy of segregating their employees finding that the company's separate but equal arrangement is permissible. Now granted, no one usually who comes to this site is going to click on anything or do any further research because why people are lazy. So they're going to stop right there. Um, Keith Blackwell, Supreme court of Georgia. There you go. Go, go peach state uh, was appointed by our former Republican kind of governor, Nathan deal to the Georgia Supreme court in 2012 uh, he subsequently won in the election to a full term, looking for adjectives, extracting adjectives. He is a member of the Federalist Society's Board of Advisors of the Atlanta chapter and previously served as chapter president. There's nothing disparaging about uh, Justice Blackwell on here. Then we come down to the newest, brightest, and greatest uh, Kentucky AG, Daniel Cameron. Uh, he was appointed Attorney General of Kentucky by Governor Andy uh, Bashir and... Uh, subsequently, won election, he was also he is a he is a sweetheart of Mitch McConnell. So he he has been raised for such a time as this through the Republican ranks um, in our uh, United States Senate. He is very young. He is uh, he is only 34 years old. Um, he is from Louisville, the University of Louisville. Uh, there's nothing on here so far. Oh, hold on. Cameron believes the courts should invalidate the Affordable Care Act, which is already in, invalid. You know, as, as, as much as the left champions um, all things uh, illegitimate, it is astounding that the Affordable Care Act, which is, was never affordable for anyone, especially if you were actually paying into it so that other people could be on it for nothing. But for the, the but it's not affordable for anyone, which is why there's no one left on the exchange. Um, he believes that the court should invalidate the Affordable Care Act, resulting in millions losing their health insurance. Here we go. As Attorney General of Kentucky, uh, Cameron called for halting abortions across the state during the coronavirus pandemic, arguing that it is an elective medical procedure which it is that should fall under the statewide ban for the duration of the public health emergency. He challenged health and safety measures like masks uh, mandates implemented by the state's governor. Uh, He is responsible for deciding whether or not to bring charges against the officers who killed Brianna Taylor, uh, which some of you may or may not know. Um, she was dating a drug dealer in the apartment. Cops come in for him. They get her. Hate it. Sucks. But maybe you shouldn't date a drug dealer. So onward. Uh Charles Kennedy. Um Supreme Court of Florida. All right. Anything in here? Yale University grad. This must have been this must have been before yeah, this is way before um the left just took complete control of of Yale. I mean, they've always been progressive um which is usually short for regressive but um he was a member of congress he took a job as governor jeb bush's general counsel um and jeb bush is the one who appointed him to florida second district court of appeals um blah blah blah, 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 blah. nothing mm, okay he did uh when the case was okay here we go in a highly publicized recent case uh uh Kennedy or Kennedy, however you say that, voted to uphold the death sentence of Timothy Hurst when the case was appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. Even Chief Justice Roberts, who we know is definitely not one of us, Justice Scalia and Justice Thomas, found that imposing the death penalty on Hurst was unconstitutional because of Florida's arcane sentencing laws. We go down to Paul Clement. Um Nothing super awful there. I'm, I'm trying to, like, draw... Lines of conclusion here, most anyone that they are going to disparage is is going to have to do with life, and i'm I'm gonna tell you why because they know that it's on the chopping block. And many of you are not from my state of Georgia, and we passed something called the Heartbeat Bill which has been shot down now it's going to the court of appeal which we knew was going to happen so this didn't come as some big surprise you may recall we had the crazy women dressed in the red robes i'm trying to remember the name of that sick show um you know where the the handmaid the maiden's tales or handmaidens whatever it is um handmaiden tales handmaiden's tales Ugh, it's gross is what it is, but they all showed up in red hooded gowns walking through the halls of our Capitol, uh to protest um, life, essentially, uh, in the name of protesting um, or 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 defending choice, if you will, for everyone other than the unborn child. So the state of Georgia uh, conclusively what was the first as far as I'm aware of in the union to establish personhood in the way of um, of an unborn child, and and really, it was pretty brilliant. I'm kind of surprised it took this long to get there. But if you're going to afford someone, if, if a child in the womb is going to um, fall under the um, fall under the umbrella of a, of a being who is a tax tax credit in your family uh, is as a as a dependent guess what that means that is a human being so that was just one of the ways that personhood was established because remember a heartbeat is not enough for a lot of people and even some people on the right this isn't just a full bore left issue i mean the republican party has been split Maybe not split, maybe 70, 30, 60, 40, 60, uh, sane, uh, 60% sane individuals who understand that. Well, for most, for me anyway, it begins at conception, but for sure, biologically speaking and scientifically, when you see a heartbeat, uh, that indicates life normally, right? Yes, but then you've got the 30 to 40%, the rhinos, the, the, uh, blue dog. Uh, Democrats, you know, our former governor, people of that ilk who are very concerned about being able to um, uh, continue to grow the, quote, party. The problem is we've grown some type of a hybrid party, which is why we have a hard time um, soliciting for new membership because the left – never sways and they've gone deeper in their craziness, which is why a lot of people are not only walking away, they're running away from the Democrat party. Um, But those of us on the right have seen a very interesting schism occur because we refuse to stand on our principles alone. We refuse to stand on our ideals and life should be just a fundamental principle that is immutable. It, It is, it is uh it is unadulterated, like it. it is what it is. It is just the baseline of our existence as a party. And, and you don't even have to, you don't have to go down the hellfire and brimstone path. It's just, it is what it is. But we finally established personhood. So they know, they know that this is coming. They know it's going to make its way to the Supreme Court. Many, many other states have passed legislation Banning abortion after heartbeat, after twenty weeks, after after heartbeats, all of that, and they've all been shot down. But not one of them established personhood to the extent that we did in the state of Georgia. So, hats off to all of our legislators who boldly, boldly stood in the gap for the unborn. Tom Cotton is on this list. Ted Cruz, uh, Kyle Duncan, Allison, Eid, Stephen Engel. Uh, Noel Francisco, Britt Grant, uh, Raymond Grunder, uh, Thomas Hardiman, Josh Hawley, James Ho, Gregory Katsas, Nice Greek Boy, Raymond Keflage, Barbara uh, Legoa. Okay, this is an interesting one. So she popped up on my radar uh, just today um, as the potential, uh, as making the shortlist here. As a judge on the 11th uh, Circuit Court, Uh, Lagoa sided with businesses challenging Miami Beach's decision to raise the minimum wage and made it harder for homeowners to defend themselves against banks that were improperly trying to foreclose upon their homes. On the 11th Circuit, she failed to recuse herself from a case involving the disenfranchisement of thousands of Florida in Florida and took the lead defending the state's efforts to prevent eligible Floridians from voting. So that was the best they had on her. Uh, she is someone to keep your eye on primarily because she is a female. The president's already made it clear that his choice is going to be female. Uh, she's also Hispanic. So, um, you know, she kind of checks a couple of boxes there. I have no idea where she stands on life. If she's made this list for these guys for AFJ, she is likely extremely, as they as they pronounced in their first paragraph, <laughs> uh, extreme about life. Which is a good thing. Uh, Joan Larson, who else? Christopher Landau, Mike Lee from Utah, Thomas Lee, uh, Supreme Court of Utah. You've got Edward Mansfield, Frederico Marino, um, Carlos uh, Muniz, Kevin Newsom, Martha Paycold. And it's interesting. There's nothing on here about her. She's a U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Illinois. Uh, Peter uh, Peter Phipps. Um, and who else? Sarah Pitlick, uh, William Pryor, Allison Jones-Rushing, Margaret Ryan, David Strauss, Diane Sykes, uh, Amul Thapar, Thapar Kate Cumberford, todd She is Deputy White House Counsel. Interesting. Timothy Timkovic, and who else? Lawrence Van Dyke, Don Willett, Patrick Werrick. Robert Young, pretty cool to be able to say that you've made this short list for the Supreme Court of the United States. I was I would imagine if that's the route you want to take in your calling on this earth, then uh, then that would be a pretty amazing thing to make. So I think right now, you know, again, keep in mind, this is the this is the Alliance for Justice, who is literally the antithesis of justice. (laughs) And it is an organization that is well funded. they take uh, great pride in um, in unseating, in uh, in um, raising suspicion amongst the community about people who sit on the bench. They are the ultimate uh, rebels of justice. But again, that is the left's narrative. So I think Senator Cruz um, is right. Uh, as are you know I know that there's a there's a there's a movement apparently amongst my conservative pundits uh who are calling for the president to wait um to make this nomination I think that would be a grave mistake uh, I think right now we have momentum and I think with a female I, honestly I, I think these the polls and I mean, it is it is impossible for Fox polling to be accurate. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, speaking of Fox, so something interesting has been happening lately on Fox News. Uh, you guys keep me abreast to all of these crazy things that occur on the regular over there. Makes me super glad that I'm really not a part of that team, <laughs> even though many of you felt like that was the route that I should take. Uh, I, I want you to hear this. This is from Dr. Oz, and this is today with uh, with Harris Faulkner. Now, keep in mind, Harris... Uh, Also cut off um, former Speaker Newt Gingrich just the other day with her more liberal leaning uh, co-hosts when he went to uh, disclose who is funding a lot of the chaos in the country right now and really across the globe, as we've discussed many times on my show. Um, and that would be George Soros. And she just kind of made things very awkward, did not defend her guest and did not leave the door open for him to continue his thought. He was completely shut down on live television. Subsequent to that, she came back and apologized mainly for the awkwardness of, of the moment and that she should have taken control of the show. The only reason why someone doesn't take control of their show, I can tell you as someone who is in total control of my show and always has been, Until I was called into management and told that I needed to lay off of the heavy right-leaning conversations because that's not what people wanted to hear. They wanted to feel good. So then we got to talk about sex and things that actually do make y'all feel good. And you do enjoy talking about those things. But I was, you know, taken off of the, the, the hardcore male conservative pundit course with, um, Hey, you're being a little too Trish Reagan-ish. Remember her super hot chick on Fox, (laughs) very smart lady. Now she's, you know, she has a podcast like the rest of us. Uh Megan Kelly, you know, retired very handsomely from television, but she too is now on the podcast circuit because conservative female voices um are not welcomed. And because most of us are very blunt in the things that we see occurring, we are unafraid. Uh we have unadulterated conversations. We're we're women. So we're not afraid to tackle things that other people are like, holy crap, I can't believe you went there. But Harris, you have to understand, is under contract. She sees what's happening. She's a very smart woman. She, generally speaking, has been a pleasure for me to watch, especially her interviews uh, with the president and others. She's been very respectful of her guests in the past, but you got to know, this is election cycle. This is balls to the wall, No, no pun intended, but... But this, is, uh, this was a segment with Dr. Oz. Some of you have emailed me about, hey, what about flu vaccines? Why aren't you taking one? What do you think about it? I'm like, I'm going to lean on my deceased father, God rest his soul, and his mantra, his brilliant mindset of, I'm 88 years old. I've made it this far without a flu shot. Why the hell would I give myself the flu? So I concur. And uh, apparently, Dr. Oz concurs. And this is what happened today on Fox with Harris. All right, here we go. I'm Shot. It's not just a flu shot; it increases the chance, it seems, of you getting COVID nineteen. In Italian got studies, you. people with the flu vaccine had lower risks of so I got a Doctor Oz, thank you. <laughs> and she now. legitimately cuts so- him off. <laughs> She's like, we got to go, got to go. She's like, flu shot, flu shot, flu shot. And Dr. Oz is like, well, actually, though, um, what we're seeing is that people who have had flu shots, you know, they're dying of and contracting uh, COVID. And, you know, these little villages in Italy where the majority of the victims of COVID were were the elderly, um, 99% of them had a flu shot. And that is not to scare you, for God's sakes. If you've had the flu shot, don't freak out that you're going to get COVID. But you probably should be one of the people. You, if you've had a flu shot, okay, and you're afraid and you believe in in the mask, then you should invest in an N95 mask, not your thong, not your stockings, not a piece of cotton fabric, nothing fashionable, ladies and gentlemen, Uh, not, you know, your American flag, vote Trump, none of that. I'm all about, actually, I'm not about the mask at all, but if you got to wear it, at least make a statement with it. But if you're someone who is immunocompromised, and I'm telling you now, if you've taken the flu shot, you're, it, especially if it's, been, if it's new and I'm not a physician, so you can't sue me over this. I'm not a doctor. I don't even pretend to be one on the radio, but I'm just telling you, it is common sense. The reason why you react to it and you feel like crap for 24 hours after any form of a vaccination is because your body is saying, holy crap, what is this? And you develop antibodies and that's generally speaking how it's supposed to work. Okay. So, but, but what you've seen with this, is that whatever the heck is in that flu shot, which is usually 18 months behind the actual flu cycle. Um, it is aligning with whatever the heck is in the H1N1, uh, the, I'm sorry, the swine flu, HIV. Um, uh, yeah, I know it sounds crazy, but if you'll go back and listen to the tapes, of of Doctor Scarf, what the heck is her name? Doctor Bur- uh, Burks, um, and Doctor Death, Doctor Fauci, and they always aligned this COVID nineteen. They always aligned this flu, this pandemic, with HIV, with things within the um, Epstein Barr family, which are your herpes simplexes that are in there. Uh, minus your herpes um, uh, two, because that is, is it's still within the herpes family, but that is something that's usually passed sexually. Um, and that, and keep in mind, that can be passed through herpes one, that if someone's performing oral sex, then bam, you get herpes two. Sorry, that's just how it works. It's wherever it happens to land within your spinal cord. That's where it congregates. That's where it multiplies. And that's where it wreaks havoc on your immune system. So not a big surprise here, but here he is on live television. Second time this week, this has happened on Harris's watch. And she's like, "I tell us, doctor, get the flu shot, get the flu shot, get the flu shot. And as soon as he doesn't concur, she's like, got to go to commercial, dude. Got to go, got to go. Thanks, doctor. Thanks for joining us today. We got to run. So that should tell you something. I cannot wait to hear what her excuse is tomorrow for her behavior today. Um, But that should tell you something. So just do your own research. It's, you know, if you just listen to what people say, I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, right after I thank all of you for showing up on Saturday to the prayer call because it was powerful, it was long-winded because it's me, uh, this Saturday we will join again. I will send out uh, a private message and direct message to all of you, um, the uh, the Zoom information for you to log on. Uh, you can be on your camera, be off your camera, I don't really care, um, but we are we're going for it. We're going for broke, for integrity of our elections, for chaos to be subdued for the, the swamp to continue to be drained. Now we should probably add to it, you know, the, um, the nomination of this uh, of this uh, Supreme Court justice. But I really just want to focus on the elections. Um, people are like, how are they going to, how would they win? Who do, you, do you think Biden really has a chance? I'm like, well, no, I don't really think Biden has a legitimate chance. But you're dealing with an illegitimate party. You're dealing with a party of illegitimacy. Remember, Saul Alinsky, in really kind of your narcissist 101 school of thought, which is you blame the other person for that which you do. It's just, it's really elementary psychology. So, and especially when it comes to nefarious individuals. So unfortunately, the Democrat party has fallen into utter and complete chaos, uh, which we could have expected once they, you know, heralded, Uh, death to life in the womb warning to Republicans who refuse to stand along that guard uh, of life. But nevertheless, uh, yes, Saturday morning, 9 30 AM. We'll go from nine 30 until probably 10. uh, And, you know, just let me know that you're there in the waiting room, but thank you again for standing in agreement with me on this. uh, And for all of us who are praying, I do believe in the power of prayer. I do believe that, you know, one can send a, a thousand and two ten thousand to flight. And I do believe we have demonic principalities at work. So at any rate, uh, do your own due diligence with regard to all of this. If you'll just listen to people, they'll tell you exactly what you need to know. And I think, you know, when you're scared, when you're anxious, when you don't know what's happening, when there is chaos And you have doctors in front of you who are standing next to the president. They've been championed as some of the brightest minds uh, with regard to viruses, virologists in the world. You know, your natural propensity in in our tendency as humans is to trust uh, the person standing there with all of the letters before and behind their names. Um, But I, I think it's fair to say now that between you know, multiple agencies, including the C D C. My boyfriend just told me today that the C D C just came out with, you know, oh, oops, it's not six feet. What were we thinking? We had no idea. Well, surprise, they still have no idea. So, you know, in the meantime, people aren't hugging, they're not touching, they're elbow bumping, or fist I'm like, this is stupid. I'm Greek. This is retarded. We don't we don't bump elbows. I mean, and you are wearing a mask, so it's like double retarded. So, anyway, sorry if that word offends you, but I am just done with it. But when people tell you things, listen. And when you start hearing things like HIV, flu, the swine flu H one N one, herpes, Epstein Barr, all of these other flu dynamics that have now converged into one mega virus. That should tell you something, but it's hard to hear. I understand. Whenever you're in the throes of uh, what the heck's going on, I'm. I just lost my job. My kids are not uh, in school. They're driving me absolutely crazy. Uh, you know, I can't buy toilet paper. You know, I mean, any number of things. Our food supply chain. I can only buy one pack of chicken. We can't get milk. Uh, your restaurants are shutting down. You know, everything goes to Zoom. Life was nuts, but they told us. They told us from the very beginning exactly what it was we were dealing with. And we just didn't, we didn't hear it. We didn't see it. So put on your eyes, put in your eyes, put in, clean out your ears and get ready because more of these truths are going to start to come out. So please do your research about a vaccine before you rush out and grab one, especially because flu season is coming up and they are going to pump the hell out of a flu shot. I'm not telling you not to get, I'm not going to get one. I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm giving you my my opinion as as a as a citizen, as a lay person in this world just like you. Not a physician, I'm not a naturopath. There's nothing before my name other than Ms. period. That's it. Okay, I'll catch up with you guys tomorrow. I love you. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, thank you for sharing my work and for purchasing your mugs and your caps and your t-shirts. Tell me how you like them. Take your pictures send them, and send them back to me and we'll feature them on my social media. I'd love to see you in my Monica Matthews garb. Conversation starter extraordinaire. If you're an American, act like one. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And yes, if you are an American, please act like one. Until tomorrow. Let's awesome. go. Awesome.